0: Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you this day from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, fair is the enemy of good. Nobody wants to believe it because we're all so desperate for things to be fair that we get tunnel vision. We got to go around telling each other life ain't fair even though each and every one of us has a laundry list of stuff that we wish was. But it's true fair is the enemy of good. See, fair is what looks at my sister's half of the cookie and decides she got the bigger half. She has more, so some of it should be mine. But the Lord commands me not to steal. Fair says, there are some people that you should help, but there's also some you shouldn't. I mean, not if they deserve what's coming to them. But your Lord just says, Love your enemy. See, good always goes a whole lot farther than fair. It's not even just thou shalt not steal. It's more. We should fear and love God so that we do not take our neighbor's money or possessions or get them in any dishonest way, but help him to improve and protect his possessions and income. See, good doesn't change the way that fair tends to good is spelled out in god's law look to the ten commandments love your neighbor in these specific ways but we get pretty flexible with fair from the workers who agreed to a wage and they were perfectly content with a denarius a day until they saw that somebody who did less got paid the same and then fair all of a sudden changed and they should get more to how The word is used today by two distinct political parties where one says that you should have a chance to make your own choices and work for what's yours and fair is everybody having an equal opportunity and the other says there should be no such thing as a few people who have so much more than others. Fair would be to take away from them and give it to other people, an equal outcome. Weird how fair seems to mean opposite things to different people. We get pretty tricky with that word, too, though. Fair always seems to take into account my excuses and the excuses of the people I actually like, but fair never really wants to listen to the justifications of our enemies. Because fair is a nice, tidy word. Sounds good. Everybody wants it. And so it's come to disguise something a little bit darker. What we usually mean when we say the word fair is simply we covet which is a sin. Still, it's not fair because I covet your stuff. It should be my stuff. It's not fair that you got away with it. And so we covet a chance to see punishment for other people. I want to actually see them hurt for what they did. It would be fair that way. And if they won't get punished, maybe I'll just complain. I'll ruin their reputation and I'll see to it myself. Fair is the enemy of good. And it probably says something about us that, given half a chance, we always seem to try to impose fairness before we ever think to try to impose goodness. I wonder if it's because we have forgotten the good that our Lord taught us so long ago in the Garden of Eden. Or if it's just that we're so desperate for fair because we have lost hope altogether in good. We don't think good can exist down here anymore, and so we just kind of settle. I mean, life isn't fair. But maybe stop for a minute and thank God for that. Because at the end of the day, your God would rather be generous than fair. He would rather be merciful than fair. He could do fair. Just punish every sinner with the hell they deserve. I mean, is that what you want? Look to what is good. Read the Ten Commandments. Study the meanings in the Catechism. Are you good? Have you stolen in the name of fair? Because... I mean, I have. Have you taken upon yourself to ruin a reputation to make sure that your neighbor's punishment was fair? That at least other people would look at them the way that you look at them? Because the world isn't treating them the way you think that it should. Fair. Fair is simple. Sinners go to hell. Suffer the punishment for your sins. But the Lord is not fair. He's good. So here our Lord enters, not to give what is fair, but what is good. He doesn't disregard justice. He just takes it upon himself. Our Lord came into this world to pay for the justice himself. He took on human flesh to pay for your sin and my sin and all sin. He gets punished for our sins, for our lack, for every unfair thing that we have ever done. Our Lord takes the burden of that and he gets punished for stuff he never did. That is an unfair sacrifice that your God made upon the cross. A fulfillment of the law to utter perfection only to take upon himself the blame for all the stuff that you did wrong. And so our Lord did it because he loves you. So he died that you would live. He dies so that your sins are forgiven you. All of them, they're gone. You want proof? Look to the cross. Did Jesus die there for you? He did. Your sins, they're gone. Is it fair? No. Is it love? Yeah. That's what love is. God so loved the world that it would look like this, a cross where the father sent his only begotten son to save by this sacrifice. Love has never been about what's fair. It's about what's good. And our Lord pays what is good for you, not what each worker is owed according to what he did, not even just silver or gold, but his holy and precious blood, his innocent suffering and death. The same death for you as any pious looking saint, as any addict lying in the gutter. Because our Lord is so good that looking upon you in love, he would not see you get what is fair. He would not see you get the punishment you deserve. He came, he bled, he died, that your sins would be forgiven you, that you would be holy and righteous in his sight, not because you've earned it, but you would be paid by his sacrifice sacrifice his blood his merit his reward god died for you for all that we would live he was the first even the alpha and he made himself last dead on the cross that we sinners who deserve to be last would be first not by what we earn but by grace and it's not fair it is just but more it is love sins were punished good works were rewarded but those good works were rewarded in you you get paid You get rewards. You get salvation. You get forgiveness. You get life and holiness and honor bestowed upon a God who loved you so much. He would bleed to make you that way. That's love. That's good. And that is finished. That Jesus actually died for you and spoke those words from the cross it is finished it means that we can finally stop worrying about what everybody else got we can finally stop worrying about what's fair and we can actually start here at this cross at this one place where our lord bore the unfair cross for you and for all we can start here and maybe thank god that life isn't fair because we are on the better end of it you have received from god mercy you have received from god love forgiveness life salvation all of it all of us We are the ones Jesus died for. And we can rejoice. Not only does God forgive sins, he forgives our neighbor's sins too. Because our Lord is still calling out in the marketplace today. Our Lord doesn't just go out and recruit those who want to work so he can pay them what's fair. He goes out for those sitting in the streets knowing full well things aren't good but afraid to come here because it wouldn't be fair. Our Lord goes out to recruit sinners. Our Lord calls unto his side those who are unworthy. He calls me He calls you. And he doesn't say, be good and maybe I'll give you heaven. He calls out to us and says, I will give you what is just. I will give you my works. I will give you my rewards. He is glad he has died. And so he gives you his grace. Forgiveness is this, sinners brought to Jesus. Because our Lord still calls and gathers and enlightens and sanctifies the whole church on earth and he keeps it with Jesus. And that means that when we stand outside those doors and we don't for the life of us feel like we fit here, when we stand outside those doors and we want nothing more than to start slinging rocks about what is deserved for what sin, we can start with this place where our Lord bled and died for us. Whatever you have ever done, you are welcome here because Jesus has died for you. Wherever you have ever been, know that our Lord has gone there to call you out of it, to give you love, and forgiveness whether you have worked here all your life or snuck in on a deathbed your lord loves you so much that he wants you in his kingdom so much that he paid your way there here we don't do fair we just do god's love for you here we do jesus for sinners because fair is the enemy of good so god joins us together in his love for us that forgives that helps that serves that sacrifices and even dares us to do the same We can actually rejoice that our enemies were forgiven because it only highlights how merciful our God is. We can take our resentment for everything in this life that is not fair and we can stare at a crucifix where our Lord bled and died not just for us but for all. Not only can we say, yeah, Life's unfair, but I guess I'm on the better end of it since I'm not going to hell for my sins. But we can even take all of the hurt and all the bitterness and stare up at that crucifix and say, I need to see justice for what was done to me and see it right there. There, your Lord bled for your enemy. There, your Lord bled for what is not fair in your life. There, your Lord actually compensates. And you can say, my heart has a problem with it, but my God has already paid for that forgiveness. Thanks be to God that there is that much mercy in this world thanks be to god that i can look to that dead jesus on that cross not just for me but even for my enemy and say forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us because forgiveness doesn't ever come from how my heart feels but always comes from that cross lord fix my heart on that cross that i can set aside this stupid notion of fair not just for me but even for my enemy start not with fair but with good you have a good god who loves you you have a son who died for you a a son of god made man who rose for you you have a Spirit, who in the waters of baptism named you his own child you have a god who paid all of this for you and he will not forget you and he will not forsake you and he will never ever ever deal in what's fair especially not here because here here our lord gives to you love here our lord gives to you grace and salvation that would knit us together in ways that have ceased to be fair a long time ago but have always been good because here our lord takes a whole bunch of sinners and he knits us together and he calls us the body of christ and there he gives us even more even better He feeds us with his own body and blood that we would be forgiven together, strengthened together, given hope and salvation itself together. And all of it, all of it is good. So don't worry about fair. Worry about good. But know that it's right here and it's for you. Amen. And now may the peace of God which surpasses all understanding keep your hearts and your minds unto life everlasting. Amen.